Welcome to Even Alex Liggins, the podcast. I am Alex Liggins, your host, and I'm excited that you chose today to tune in to hear real stories coming from real people exposing true transparency. You guys, what is life right now for teachers and parents? I mean, do you take your kids to school? Do you keep them inside? Do you take them somewhere else to do school? Are you doing virtual school? I'm so baffled at like how people are even living these days when they have kids. Because me as a single man, I am so confused of what is going on right now. So I had to think outside of the box and really reach out to my parents out there, my teachers out there, and really get some insight on what is going on. COVID has messed us up this year. I have the opportunity to interview one of my awesome friends, Alyssa, who is mother of two, pastor's wife, and she takes amazing photos. Um, Photography is just so great. You guys definitely have to make sure you follow her. Um, She has some great content. But I really want to talk about what is going on in the homes of parents. Alyssa, how are you today? I'm good. I'm tired. We just did a whole session today of school, and so it was like, you know, hey, we get to we get to rest now. So we're <laughs> we're in the resting mode, which is nice. <laughs> so homeschool, virtual school. Are you taking your kids to school? What what's going on in the feasters' home? Okay, so we had decided to um, take our kids out of the school that we were currently going to. Um, and then going into a new school. And so we had the kids all prepped and we're like, yes, we're going to go to a brand new school. We don't have to wear uniforms. We're going to have a cool te- like cool new teacher, a bigger playground, all that stuff. And then when we kind of got the notice that, hey, school's not going to be coming back anytime soon, it was, okay, well, now we need to figure out what we're going to do. During the whole COVID first part, it was difficult because we had two, you know, we had two kids, Um, Our daughter was in kindergarten at the time and our son was in first grade and they're both doing online school And so that was extremely difficult having to do two kids one computer Trying to figure out zoom meetings trying to figure out School and how long that takes and you know when you have two kids that are extremely close in age They're 13 months apart and so they just are twins and so they always want to be with each other yeah so it was difficult because it's like they wanted to be on the zoom call with their sibling but it was like it's not your zoom call (laughs) (laughs) so it was really hard and so we were like okay so maybe we do the online school but we just saw a decline and especially our son it was it wasn't a really good experience Mm. especially for him and so we kind of decided we're like okay for for his mental health and for his physical health Mm -hmm. we need to take a step back and before Jason and I even had kids we I had said I'm never going to do homeschooling it's not me I'm going to raise my kids and then we're I'm going to work and I'm going to send my kids to school and that's what we're going to do and so I got that you know for the first couple of years I did get that and then all of a sudden it was like no quit you know you have to quit your job and be a homeschool mom yeah it was a huge life change completely like it was like my identity was like smashed to the ground (laughs) um so fast forwarding into now we decided not to do the online um because of the way that it was even just in summer um or finishing up last year 
And so I went full blown and I'm like, okay, let's look up curriculum. Let's do all of this. And it was really nice because, you know, my husband was homeschooled. Mm-hmm. So he kind of had that background of like, oh, this is what we did. And that's what, and so I started just reaching out and I'm like, guys, I need help. Like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. And I mean, I can teach my kids how to like be alive, but I don't know if I can like even qualified to teach them school. Like, wow. so that was extremely difficult. And so we kind of made that decision to pretty much just dive right in and just be like, okay, this is what we're doing for our family because we feel like this is the best thing that mm-hmm. we can do. Um, and then obviously just being that support system for the rest of our friends and our family that are going through the same thing and um, having that you know lifeline to be like, hey, I need help or you know or whatever. So it was it was a hard decision. Yeah. But at the same time, like looking at what it was before, it was an extremely easy decision for us. Yeah, because I remember you guys were talking and you were like, no, I, you know, Seth is old enough. I'll be able to go to go to work. And I think Emmy was going to preschool or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And and you were really excited. You were like, I'm getting my life back. I'm mm-hmm. able to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, you know, COVID hit and now you're back at square one. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about what's going on in the Feaster's classroom, if you will. And I put quotation marks <laughs> to you guys. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, it's not like a, it's not like a classroom, obviously, you know, we're sitting in it. it it's, it's our living room. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, we've made it kind of super comfortable to where it's like, okay, well, this is where we eat, you guys eat breakfast, lunch, and we have dinner and the dinner table together, but this is where we're going to be doing school. Wow. Um, and so it was quick having to flip that because in the morning they're used to getting up getting ready going to school Mm -hmm. and that's what they were used to well now it's kind of like they get up they can do school in their pajamas they don't really have like a but then I'm like well the kids really benefit I think any child does they benefit off of structure Mm -hmm. and so what I did was I reached out to a, a really a really big homeschool mom she has like five or six kids and I'm like listen I need to know what you do because I have a very active boy yeah and a very active girl so what do you do in that situation because she has you know she has Irish twins and so they're all really close together and so she's like well you know what I just made a list and Mm. she was like and it was really easy she's my boys caught on really easily she's like, my girls didn't really care um she's like but you know my boys really caught on so I'm like huh like I'll try that out and so I have a list that's in the room and it says, you know, get up, get dressed, brush your teeth, we'll have breakfast, wash your hands, and then we do school. And that honestly has seemed to work. Um, obviously, it doesn't work all the time. Yeah. But there has been like, oh, did you check this off? Or, you know, or did you, are you sure that you did that or whatever? And so I think it provides them, even though they're only seven and eight, mm-hmm. it provides them a opportunity to... Um, I guess be responsible for themselves and sure. not like I always have to do something for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I a big part of the way that we raise our kids is I really want them to be independent. Yeah. And I don't want them to be I want them to be dependent on us for the right things, but sure. but independent enough to where they can do their own. Yeah. Um and so for that, it's been, okay, well, let's go ahead and get that schedule done. And then what we've been doing in the morning is um, they'll get ready, we'll come sit down, and I'll say, okay, who wants to pray for the day? And like either that. one will volunteer or they'll both volunteer. And then I'm the one who, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to pray for the rest of the day and then we can get started. Once that happens, and we kind of move into a Devo. And so I have two that I kind of go back and forth. And 
with that, it's just kind of easy because they're able to either write um, affirmations down or write if it's a, if it's a small enough verse, the mm-hmm. verse, and then I kind of quiz them throughout the day, like, hey, what did this say or what did that say? I like that. But it's also really difficult because then I have to be like maintained <laughs> like, accountable because. Um, you know, if I'm expecting them to memorize it, I have to memorize it. And so it's been kind of weird because they've been teaching me a lot. Wow. Um, where if I'm expecting them to know what, you know, whatever verse is, like, I better know what it is. Absolutely. Like in the back of my head, I better know what it is. And there's been, I mean, my son's really smart. And so there's been times like, nope, that's not what it is. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I have to look back at it. Um, and so then I'll have them, you know, do that. We'll do our Devo. And then I'm like, you know what, guys, what I would really like you to do is what does this mean to you? Mm. You know, what does it mean to be um, not just hearers of the word, but doers of the word? Mm. And, you know, how do you how do you describe that or what does it mean in your head? And so um, what would you like to be when you grow up? You know, where do you see the Lord taking you when you grow up? And, you know, they're able my son is, wants to be um, a forest ranger. So he's like, mm-hmm. I want to live in the cabin. He literally told us the other day, he was like, I want to be in the cabin. I want to have a nice wife and I want to have four kids. <laughs> and we're like, okay, like, those are really good goals. Yeah. I mean, like, that's great. And then Emerson's like, I want to be a ballerina and a doctor and a pastor. And we're like, you can do all of those things. Yeah. You know, it's going to take a lot of work, but you could do all of those things. So, you know, then they draw and they get to get their artistic minds out kind of settles them and then I'm like okay now let's move into math or let's move into English or let's move into science and history and all of that stuff and so it's been it's been a process because I mean I'm really learning with them because mm. I don't know what I'm doing mm-hmm. I feel like I'm winging it every day yeah um but I think that's part of the fun is you sure. kind of just be like oh that's boring but how do I make this more fun and that's kind of where my personality kicks in is I'm not very like rigid, mm-hmm. but I need structure, but I'm like, oh, this is boring, but let's make this more fun with like Play-Doh or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it's not written down, but like, let's be creative in another aspect or Absolutely. we don't need to be writing it down. Let's try to run it out or whatever. Um, and so that's kind of what we've been doing. Yeah. I like the fact that you made that list. I think it holds them accountable. It holds mm-hmm. you accountable mm-hmm. and it gives them something to look forward to and say, Hey, these are the things that I need to do mm-hmm. before I get to school. Quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys were, so we're here actually in this, in their quote unquote school. And it's, it's really cool because you're able to see it. It's really like a school setting. They have the desk, they have a computer, they have a whiteboard, all of their uh, pencils and utensils and then they have um, even little Margo, their dog, is walking around. So obviously, you get to you get to bring your dog to school. Mm-hmm. Where 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 do you have that? So there are some perks to having some mm-hmm. uh, school at home. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. And what I really noticed is like their personality change. Mm. So I know it's not just for I know it's not all kids, but what I've seen for my children is they're not in a hurry, and they're not anxious mm. to be done. And the first, the first part of it was, oh my gosh, mom, Emmy's going too fast. And Emmy then would be like, Seth's going too fast. And I had to like stop them and be like, guys, we have all day. Wow. We don't have to hurt anybody. But I, but if I don't get done, then this is this can't get done. And if I don't get done, then I'm going to miss out. I'm like, no, like we can still do all of those things. We sure. can still make cupcakes. We can still go do all of those things. Mm-hmm. But you can take your time. Yeah. 
And I think once that clicked, it's gotten so much... I mean, I feel like it's gotten like a little too chill to where they're like, we're going to take 40 minutes drawing a tree. And I'm like, okay, I'm having anxiety. Please hurry up. I cleaned the whole house by the time you were done. Um, but I really do feel like their, their anxiety of having to hurry and having to feel like they have to be ahead of the person mm. in front of them has completely stopped. Mm. Um, and I also feel like I'm able to teach them based off of what their interests are and where they are. So for example, Emerson's in first grade this year and Seth's in second grade this year. Well, I got a first, or I got a second grade book thinking I can just, you know, cause I, I buy all, I bought all the curriculum for the kids based off of second grade. Cause I figure okay. I can either make it really easy for Emmy, but make it kind of difficult for Seth. Mm-hmm. And then I got to a point with math where I got a second grade book and Emerson's like, oh yeah, okay, I even take my time. And we have like these little like blocks and stuff that we do. And Seth's just flipping through the pages. Wow. And I'm like, and so Jason and I talked, I'm like, I feel like I have to get a different book for him. So actually today was the first day and I moved, I had to do third grade book. Wow. And he was still flipping through the pages of math to where I'm like, okay, like this is kind of weird that you're getting it so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was nice because by the time that Emmy was done with her second grade math, he was already done with the three pages that he had to do for third grade. And that's already learning multiplication. Wow. And he's like, oh yeah, I already know that that's like the ones, tens, hundreds, and thousands. Like, how do you not know that? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) I barely passed algebra four times. (laughs) So, okay. Um, but you know, and so it's been nice because I get to teach them based off of, um, what they what they can handle yeah and if i feel like okay the cup is already full i'm like okay go take a break or you're hungry let's get a snack like today we had um grapes and raspberries and all that on the table and they were just eating and like doing their homework and eating and i'm like what does this say or what does that say and i mean obviously they're like twins so it gets extremely competitive (laughs) but they're it's been a lot of fun, but mm-hmm. it's also been extremely stressful at the same time because you're not able to leave the house yeah. to where I feel like if it was like a normal homeschooling thing, I would have been like, okay, we're going to learn this about the, we're learning about the body next week. It's like, let's go to the science museum, right? but we can't do that. So let's watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of the frustrating parts of it is that you kind of feel like you're trapped mm. all the time. And then it's like, I'm going to need to go to CVS so I can get a break. <laughs> do a Costco run. I need to do something. <laughs> Target run. Yeah, by myself. Sorry, I can't take you. <laughs> but So tell me a little bit about the curriculum. How, how, what, I'm naive. I don't really even know the ins and outs of mm-hmm. where you find the curriculum. Um, tell me a little bit about that. So, um, not going to lie, I probably procrastinated a good month and a half because I kept having anxiety of looking at curriculum because I didn't understand how much there was. Mm. And so you have this one program that's like a million dollars, but it has everything in its set. But then you have this other one that's like not as expensive, but it's also missing two subjects and then you have then it's like but then you have this and so it's kind of like well I don't know what to pick and I don't know what to do and so honestly um there was a lot of anxiety and like crying and um probably mostly procrastination because I'm like I just don't want to think about it like it's just too much I can't handle it and I um 
I talked to a bunch of homeschool moms here and they used a lot of different things. But then I also talked to, I actually like fell on like my mother-in-law and I was mm-hmm. like, mom, I need your help. Yeah. Like you're a pro and she, both of our parents are in out of state as you know. And mm-hmm. so we have, um, Jason's parents are in Philadelphia and my parents are in California. And so we don't have family here. Yeah. So it's not as easy for me to be like, Hey mom, can you come help me? And can you take Emmy to go do this? And I'll do this subject with the other one or whatever. So and then with Jason at work, it's like, I'm on my own. Yeah. And so, and that's okay, you know, um, but it is difficult when mm-hmm. you don't have that kind of like family unit. It's yeah. difficult because you're just kind of isolated and just feel like, okay, I'm like here. So I fell on my, I was like, mom, I need your help. I called Claire and I was like, I need to know what you did. Mm-hmm. And she totally calmed my anxiety. She's like, you're overthinking it. Wow. Completely. She's like, it's so much easier than what you're thinking of and and to be honest as soon as she kind of brought that down it was like oh my gosh I know what you're talking about because what I was doing in my head was I was comparing it to the online experience that I had Mm. where the kids are melting down Seth's throwing a tantrum every 20 minutes because he doesn't like it or they're saying that their head hurts because it's a screen and so I'm like oh my gosh this is the next year like okay (laughs) And so when she says, she's like, you're overthinking it. Like anything can be homeschool. Wow. Anything. She's like, get a Devo. She's like, that's your Bible. That's your Bible curriculum. She's like, get a really good Devo. Go into that. She's like, you know the Bible. Mm -hmm. Do it. Like you teach it. Like you're teaching it to your kids. She's like, and then get a really nice math program that you like. If they're super visual, awesome. And then if you like, so I chose the curriculum based off of what, I thought was going to be best and so I actually went on a website it's called like christianbooks.com and they actually have a homeschooling site like it Mm. says homeschool shop and it has all of these like curriculums there's like sunlight then there's Abeka, then there's my father's world so it's like it gets overwhelming because there's so much there and so expensive Mm -hmm. and so I went on that and I'm like okay like I think I like this, but I can't really see the book. And so I kind of started overthinking it again to yeah. where I'm like, I don't know if I'm picking the right thing. And then I was just like, I had a full blown meltdown and I was like, Jace, like, what if I don't pick it? And then he was just like, we can always return it if you don't like it. We can just get something else. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I just didn't, I, it just didn't like, it just didn't register in my head. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to pick the right one or else yeah. I'm ruining their lives. Mm. Like. And it's like, well, I'm not like, yeah. you know, and so I, I put a lot of pressure on myself sure. and I know I do. And I, I lean toward that way when I get under stress. Um, but as soon as I did that and I'm like, okay, so now we have everything and I can kind of fit it all on one shelf and it's not taking over the house. Like it was really simple after that. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, I overthought it completely. Yeah. I like gave myself anxiety for no reason at all. And now you're doing it. And now I'm doing it. So what has been what has been your experience with the kids? Do you see do you feel that they're they're picking up on the material or are they struggling? Because now from what I'm kind of gathering from you is you're able to teach your children to them individually. Mm-hmm. And I think in school it's just so chaotic. You have mm-hmm. 30 kids and the teacher is just teaching what their curriculum is, so mm-hmm. to speak, and every kid is just supposed to magically get it. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, I mean, I think part of the pressure, especially from Seth, is 
maybe, you know, he was experiencing kids getting it faster than he mm-hmm. was, and now mm-hmm. he's trying to rush. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can remember being a kid and having to hurry up and rush because you want to go outside or you mm-hmm. want, you know, the treat or whatever, and it might not be right, but hey, at least you got something on your paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me a little bit about the experience that you're having now with your kiddos. Um, I feel like it's been a lot of really good things because when we get to, um, when I get to sit down and I get to talk to them and I'm able to kind of explain it in their, their terms, I feel like it's probably more of a positive and Mm. it's really funny because I was just, we had to do something for science and it was, we had to learn about like where, where food came from and it was like, you know, this is animals and, you know, plants and what kind of things and So obviously I was like, oh, we have apples and we have chocolate. Like, let's do melted chocolate and apples and that will be like our project. And we did that and I was like, awesome, thank you guys. Like, this was a great science, you know, school. And Seth was like, this is school? Wow. And I'm like, well, yeah, it counts. You know, obviously it's because we had learned about that and now we're going to do that. He's like, I never want to go back. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) You know, I'm like, let's just get through this year first. You know, I don't want to commit and make promises that I can't keep. Um, but you know, I feel like for him, I'm able to kind of calm that all down because Mm -hmm. with him, it's, it has been a struggle. Um, you know, he has had issues with reading and he was in reading groups and he was doing all of that stuff. And, you know, we, we knew that there was a history of dyslexia Mm -hmm. in the family on both sides. Um, and then once it started kind of getting brought to light, we were like, Oh, there's a, like we need to kind of do this. And so I think that was also part of the other anxiety was I'm like, I don't know how to teach him. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so I wound up calling my mom cause my brother has dyslexia. And so I'm like, what do I do? Like, <laughs> how do I do this? And so she's like, just take it easy. Just, you know, just whatever. And she super encouraged me that yeah. way. And, um, I actually wound up buying a really cool book and they've just, he's just, taken to it and it's just kind of like which which ways like do d's go and which Mm. ways do b's go and where's the p and the q and all that and so where i was in school if he wasn't getting done he was either getting recess taken away or you know or he would have extra work to come home and he would just be a mess Mm. and so after a while once i'm like hey guys like you guys can take your time completely like yeah. whatever and then all of a sudden he just starts reading out oh of he's like mom i want to read you a book and he my mother-in-law got us these books it's like narwhal and jellyfish or whatever and mm-hmm. it's kind of like a frog and toad and right before bed he read he read me a whole chapter oh like my goodness. on his own that he's like i want to read to you like that has never happened yeah. before and so i'm like oh my gosh like i'm seeing the benefit of just him taking his time and like kind of slowing his brain down in order to get to like the actual, like he's able to even just do comprehension, which he wasn't able to even att- like retain any of that yeah. information. Cause he's like, okay, I need to do this word. And what, how do you pronounce this? And then he would get embarrassed. And then he's like, oh, I missed all this time and I have to hurry up. And so I do feel like, I feel like he's benefited a lot from That's this. Good. And, you know, and obviously it's like, you just kind of work yourself around it. And, you know, I have a thing called like a wobble, a wobble seat or, and you can flip it over, you can sit on it or you can put it on your feet and 
you can use it to work out, but I usually put it on their feet or whatever. So if he's feeling super antsy, I just have him put it on the bottom of his feet and he's able to, you know, move his feet. Or I do an exercise band and I put it on the chair and then he's able to bounce. Wow. Um, Emerson learns better if she doesn't sit down. And so she's able to stand up and do her work and either stand on the little, you know, balancing thing or do the exercise uh, band or whatever. So I'm like, I'm able to kind of be like, how do you learn? Mm. And we have the freedom to learn anyway. Wow. And so with like no limits. So we can take all day with math. We can take all day with language arts. We can sure. take all day with science, but I need you to also understand it. Um, which also tests my patience as well. So, cause I still need to feed them and clothe them and do everything else, you know? So what a mom does. Yeah. I see, see that is, give, that really gives me inspiration because I, as I think about school, you know, I was that rowdy kid. Mm-hmm. I was that kid that didn't pay attention or was hurrying and rushing to get through things. And probably if I'm being honest, the answers weren't right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted something on my paper yeah. or I was sneaking on someone else's paper, mm-hmm. seeing, you know, what they broke down. And now you're able to really just sit down and say, Hey, you release the pressure of mm-hmm. performing mm-hmm. and you're able to really just make sure that your kid gets it. And I mean, as a parent, I, even if I, if I was in this situation, I totally would be learning right now because I don't remember algebra. I don't remember Mm-mm. any of those things. So you really got to be creative. And I think it gives, you know, you're able to do devos and really ask, you know, what do these things mean to you? Mm-hmm. Asking those critical questions are so important because I think the kids start to think far more than just what's happening in front of them. Mm-hmm. And when you have 20, 30 kids in a room, you don't get to, you, you don't get to spend that amount of time mm-hmm. with them to get those answers. Yeah, And so I think with homeschooling in particular, you're able to really input life lessons Mm -hmm. and then education as well. So you Mm -hmm. can kind of combine those things. Mm -hmm. Tell me about your emotional stress during this time. It's a, it's a good, like 10 plus, (laughs) not gonna lie. You know, I, there's been days where all I've done is cry and there's been days where I'm like, okay, let's just, you know, color this page. I'll be right back. (laughs) And I'll just hide in the bathroom and just like, okay, you can do it. You can like, you know, all those affirmations you gave your kids, you can do it too. And I'm like, all right, let's go. You know? And so it's, it has been tough. You know, I'm not going to lie. It has been extremely difficult, Mm. but then there's also days where I'm like, Hey, we had a really good day today. Like a really great day. Like I can't, I can't complain. And those are the days where I'm like, okay, like we're going to have bad days. We're going to have good days. Um, but you know, just like any other day, mm-hmm. but then I get to be a part of that. Yeah. And so I don't get to, I, I'm not missing that anymore. Um, and during that time, it's also allowing the kids, not only it's like, here, here are, you know, the things that you need to learn in order to graduate and do all of those things and be an amazing person, mm-hmm. but knowledge without empathy and sympathy is nothing. Wow. And so it's like when you're able to also be like, hey, this is what's going on in the world. I know it seems scary, but like, let's pray for that person or Mm -hmm. let's, you know, how can we implement the scripture that we're reading into like how you're feeling? Because I think it's really easy to just be like, oh, they're just kids, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, they're going through a lot too. Like part of it, you know, part of their anger or their outburst isn't because they hate you. Yeah. It's because they're going as crazy as you are being in the house. And so that's been a lot of 
probably most of like the emotional stress for me is understanding, but also grieving that they're going through it 10 times more than I am. Mm. The, the difference is, is that they don't understand what they're going through and I do. And so I feel like I take on like that emotional weight of, I need to try to like make everything okay. And in reality, it's like, well, I can't, I can't just come to the rescue and just have everything be okay for them because it's, it's not. And that's not realistic for me to be able to like, I'm going to save you from every situation or you need to be perfect. It's right. I don't want to teach performance or perfectionism. I want you to be a really decent human being that loves and cares for people. Yeah. I and think, it, yeah, I think it's too good thinking about it. Cause I was questioning, I was like, well, I wonder if, if it's Mrs. Feaster or is it mom? It's is mom. it? <laughs> yeah, it's mom. But it's really funny because they're like mom and you know, and then I'll be like, you guys need to, there's been times where I'm like, you guys really need to listen and I'll get my phone out or whatever to like reply to a text message or to do an email or whatever. And they're like, don't call dad. <laughs> Cause you know, there's been like, you know, he, he has said before, he's like, you know, when I go to work or when I do this, he's like, your mom's going to be the nice one, but I get to be the principal. <laughs> and they were like, okay. Like, you know, and so it's been, it's been fun. Like to kind of be like, you know, and then he gets to be home in the mornings mm-hmm. and, be able to do that with with them as well and yeah. so it's been it's been a really good like teamwork ethic of like well what do you think I can do better what do you think you can do better or can you take this because you you can teach this better than I can Absolutely. or whatever and so it's kind of like the give and take of being a parent but also being in a marriage as well of mm. you know hey you need a break or I need a break or can you be strong for me because I can't be yeah and also having the humility to even ask for help because that's extremely difficult for me is I don't I don't do well asking for help because mm-hmm. I want to just figure everything out myself absolutely what do you think is the issue in our educations in our education system in terms of how kids are learning and the things that you experienced homeschooling thus far and then maybe last year with Seth? Um, hmm. I feel like probably the, the, the thing that I've experienced is, and this has, you know, it's, it's not even about common core or any, like, I don't really care about any of that. It's, mm-hmm. What, I don't even remember what I learned in school, like, but I remember someone that was nice to me, like, yeah. or I remember a really good teacher that poured everything into me so that I can pass math sure. or I could graduate or whatever because that was questionable multiple times. And so it's like when, when you have kids that are not only just kids learning how to be kids, but when you're also teaching them in, in a pandemic, it's extremely crucial to have them learn how to be kind not only to others but to themselves yeah and that's something that even as adults we struggle with is Mm. because even myself I'm able to encourage and exhort all of those things on another mom that's going through the exact same thing for me yeah but taking those same words and flipping them and just being like, you can do it. You're awesome. You, you know so much or whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm an idiot. Like, I can't do any of that. Like, yeah. I don't even know how I taught preschool for three years. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I can't even do this. Um, but 
with I think with the school system is I think the the issue has been is it's been performance Mm -hmm. and who can get done faster and who can be perfect Mm -hmm. and who can have this award and that award and that's all fine if that's what you've worked for and that's how you know that's that's the way that the students gears like click Click. but if other people don't click like that they kind of get left in the wayside of Mm. I remember being in school and being like well I don't have straight A's and I don't um, want to be a lawyer, but I'm really awesome in art and music, yeah. but where do I go to school? Right. And do I have to take the SATs? And am I a failure if I don't take the SATs? All that pressure. And so it's like, you know, and then all of a sudden being like, I'm not going to university. I'm going to go to Bible college. It's <laughs> like, you're a failure. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, but really it's like, no, I, I didn't fail. Like I took two years to myself to build my relationship, to build my faith mm. and to become a stronger believer. And in, in that process, I wound up meeting my husband and I wound up gaining that and, and building that life and then being here. And so I think what we need to do even now is pay attention to their cues. Yeah. And if they're acting out, and that's one thing that I, I can say that that was my bad is I would say to the kids, like, why did you have a red day? Cause it would be like, you had a green day. You're amazing. You yeah. had a yellow day you had to have a warning and you had to have a red day. And I just remember Seth just getting in the car and just losing it before he even mm. got a seatbelt on. And he was like, I had a red day and blah, blah, blah. And you know, and I'm like, well, why? Like mm-hmm. what's going on? And I remember just getting so angry and then like beating myself up because I got angry and I'm like, I can't expect him to be perfect. Yeah. Like if I really had somebody looking over my day, I probably had a red day too. Like, <laughs> you know, it's probably because I didn't even get my coffee the way that I wanted right. it or whatever. Um, or I didn't get to finish my coffee. And so that I think is so much pressure on them mm. at such a young age of geared toward performance. If you perform, yeah. then you get a good grade. And then you're able to move on. It's like, well, what happens if they're performing and they're awesome, but they're also really struggling with depression and anxiety, but you don't see that. All you see is a kid acting up, being hyper, getting angry. It's like, well, you don't look at the underlying things of, well, maybe they are actually having struggles with reading or learning, or they don't know the answer and they're having all that pressure on themselves. And so I think that's something that I'm hoping changes after this is I think it really needs to be like okay well kids are are people too they're just tinier and then you only have one teacher in there with 30 kids exactly how and and to your point you I mean you're lucky because you're able to say hey you know it could take eight hours for us Mm -hmm. to finish this Mm -hmm. you know a teacher they have six seven hours or eight however and they got to fit everything in that Mm -hmm. one thing and then they have life they have all of these things so I definitely can see the benefit, obviously, from a, a smaller classroom, quote unquote. Um, but I think even for myself, I think about, man, I remember, I, you know, I didn't get five stars. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, wh- why not? What, what were mm-hmm. you doing? And now I'm carrying that identity with me. Mm-hmm. And you need to have five stars all the time. Yeah. And if I don't, these are the repercussions. I'm not a good kid. I did not mm-hmm. do well. I'm, I'm, I suck. I didn't do better than Timmy or yeah. I didn't. And so all of this thing, all these things that are happening to me internally, me personally, then I get, well, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do my work. What's the point? What's the point? I'm a bad kid anyways. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there are some benefits 
from homeschooling for sure. What are you finding or how are you incorporating the social around with with your kids obviously you have two kids which is great some kids mm-hmm. some parents only have one i know i think about that all the time <laughs> I'm like oh my gosh you poor thing you poor thing so what are you doing and again i know we, we're, we're in COVID, but how are you incorporating at least some type of physical activity mm-hmm. um and, and things like that i know you guys just got a pool so yeah. that's yeah that's so amazing have, you know that was we drove an hour to get in. It was like the last one there. I'm like, I don't care how much this is. We're buying it. Um, and you know, with the social aspect, we've been really, really fortunate and really blessed to have friends that have kids that are the same age as our children. And not only are they just the same age, but they're, they're best friends. Like they want to like live, like they need to be like joined at the hip at all times. Um, and so that's been something that we've been really like, okay, well, you know, we'll FaceTime them or we'll, um, you know, make sure, you know, they like to play Minecraft. It's like, so I'll text my friend Leia. I'm like, hey, can Carl play Minecraft? (laughs) Uh, Or the boys will FaceTime or the girls will FaceTime. Like, I want to play Minecraft too or the boys aren't. So it's kind of, it's funny because, you know, we kind of get to be in that little world together. Yeah. But then there's also times where like, we can't do it anymore. Like they need to be with kids. And so, we've, you know, gone to their house and they've gone to our house. And so it's, it's been nice to have a family to be like, Hey, like you're safe. You know, we're safe. Yeah. Can't do a lot, but the least we could do is at least get the kids together. Like it's five, six people. Like let's just get the kids out. And so we've been doing a lot of swimming, a lot of swimming. They have a (laughs) pool and then, or they'll come over and we'll have a pool or there's been time where I'll do school outside yeah. Honestly, and I'll be like, let's get through this, and you can jump in the pool. Yeah. And then come back out, and all right, finish this question. All right, go jump back in. Like, Gosh, you know, and way so to be creative. you have to be creative, <laughs> you know, and that's how I got through kindergarten with Seth. Like, the only way I could get him to do his homework is when I took him to the park. Mm. So, we'd go to the park, and it would get late, and be like, all right, let's go get a pizza. We'd get Little Caesars or whatever it was, sit yeah. down, have a picnic at the park, do a couple of math problems or English problems and I'm like all right you can go down the slide five times wow. and then come and then he would come right back and I'm like all right like tell me you know how to spell this and he'd be like you know would spell it and did I get it right and I'm like yep now you can go play for five more minutes and that was the way I got through kindergarten with mm. him because he's so active and he needs to be active all the time or else he gets in trouble yeah and you know you just have to be creative that way but with families and with friends it's been hard because yeah. you know they miss their friends from school, but they also understand that they can't see them even if they were going there. Right. Um, but we've been really fortunate to at least have our really good friends and then like the kids' best friends be so close because the boys are the same age and the girls are a year apart. And so it's been really nice to be like, go play. I love that, yeah. Mom and I are going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we need a break, you know, and so it's been really nice. I love that. So tell me a little bit about this photography creativity thing you got going. I want to hear all about it. You've done weddings. These weddings photos have come out so well. Tell me about it. So it actually started from my really good friend, Leia. Um, She's the one that has the the kids that are all like Carl and Seth are best friends and Elise and Emerson are best friends. And then they have a little, the little one that's three and he's my best friend. (laughs) So, um, so it was Leia actually. And she was like, it was, two years ago or a year ago or something like that and she was like hey I know you've never held a camera before I know you don't know what you're doing but I need a second shooter to fly to Nashville with me 
Wow. I'll teach you everything. And I'm like, um, no, <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. And so she's like, no, you're going to do it. I believe in you. And so I did my first wedding with her and I'm like, I actually really like this. Like, this is a lot of fun. Yeah. And then, you know, more weddings and all of that with her being a second shooter and getting that, um, that experience with her was like actually really nice because I really hadn't found like my creative outlet being a mom. Mm. I was extremely, I did a lot of things before the kids, but I mean, when you, we got married and I had two kids by 21. Yeah. And so it was, okay, I'm a mom. Like, this is what I am. I'm a mom and my husband's a pastor. So I'm a pastor's wife and I have two kids and this is what I do. Um, and then when the kids went to school and all that, I'm like, well, now what do I do? Yeah. Like, besides go to work and whatever and talk to people, it, it was really difficult because I'm like, I used to do all these really amazing things and now I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Um, and so when Leia was like, I need you to do this, like, if you're comfortable, awesome. If not, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. Like, we'll still be friends pretty much. <laughs> and so I wound up actually really loving it. And we wound up doing a bunch of weddings and going to California and going to Nashville and doing all these really awesome weddings. And then during that time, I'm like, you know what? Like I'm really wanting to like kind of dig into this a little bit more and challenge myself. And so I started doing videography Wow. and I had no idea what I was using. Like didn't know what I was doing, didn't know what I was, what I needed to use or whatever. And I just started watching videos and mm-hmm. kind of teaching myself how to do it. And then all of a sudden it was like, can you do my wedding? Wow. And can you video this? Or I need you for, um, this or whatever. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I really, really like this. Like there's been some challenges. Don't get me wrong. Sure. With like, you know, your computer crashing and video getting deleted <laughs> i've had a video deleted with music almost done almost in sent to a client get on to write the email to send it to the client because it was you know i said oh we do it like done in three days yeah video is completely gone oh uh... and three weeks worth of work <laughs> i've had to start over and i was like i'm not using this program anymore and so I, you know and there's a lot of learning in the process yeah. of this is how you learn it's kind of trial by fire, but I've actually really, really loved doing it. And it's unfortunate with COVID because it's like, oh, I've had so many weddings yeah. go down the drain. Oh my gosh. Like so many weddings where I'm like, oh, okay. But you know. I love it. Where can people find you? On Instagram. So I have an Instagram and um, you can find me on there. I love it. I love it. Hey guys, you're not alone in this world of parenting. If you are a teacher, a a caregiver, a parent, you're not alone. We are here with you. We are thriving. Alyssa, any last words to the parents? Guys, you're doing your best and the teachers are there for you. They're doing their best as well. So be kind to one another and um, just work hard. I love it. Thank you so much for tuning in to Even Alex Liggins, the podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook. You can also visit evenalexliggins.com. If you would like to be our next guest on the podcast, email connect at evenalexliggins.com. As always, I look forward to hearing your feedback and tune in for next week's podcast.